Hey Gomer Nation, it's Steven. Just dropping in here at the beginning of the episode to let you know that on Wednesday night, December 13th, is our fourth annual Two Gomers Christmas Party on Zoom. This is a yearly gathering, a yearly gift we give to our Patreon subscribers each year. We all get together, to, we're all on Zoom, we're all having tons of fun, Anthony and I, for about an hour, hour and a half, just... I mean, I guess it's kind of like a live podcast, except for way more crazy because it's completely unedited and we have, you know, dozens and dozens of people there with us watching and sometimes responding. It's so fun. Um, this year, as usual, we're going to, there's going to be games, there's going to be movie clips. Uh, Anthony pulls out his bassoon every year and it's amazing and tear jerking. Uh, I may sing a song. We'll see. Uh, that is not quite so amazing and tear-jerking, but still fun. We open gifts, we answer questions, we let people in a little bit behind the scenes. That's this coming Wednesday, December 13th, 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 Mountain, 7 Central, 8 Eastern. You need to be a Patreon subscriber of Gomertron, so go to www.patreon.com slash twogomers. We're going to send the Zoom link out this weekend so if you're not that yet this it's christmas baby become a gomertron okay here's the episode it's a great app bye i was realizing that often when people would talk about their dads Mm -hmm. and they would say he's successful Mm -hmm. that was presented as a negative Dang. And so I was like, wait a minute. What the frick am I chasing then? You're listening to the Two Gomers Podcast, a show about two regular guys in their 40s embracing midlife, chasing healthy aging, and inviting a nation along for the run. This is episode 395, Be Faithful, Not Successful, for December 8th, 2023. Welcome, everybody, to this episode 395 of the Two Gomers podcast. This is Anthony speaking, one of those two aforementioned Gomers coming to you from Atlanta, Georgia, with my friend Stephen, all the way out in Flagstaff, Arizona. Merry Christmas. This is our full-on Christmas-themed... Actually, not really. We just did a (laughs) full-on Christmas-themed episode. (laughs) Uh, We did a Christmas song draft. Yep. Yeah, we both so discussed fun. how we do not like Paul McCartney's wonderful Christmas time. Oh, yeah. Sorry, everybody. So that's the kind of hot takes you're going to get in our Christmas wow. song draft. Wow. But we both I picked take something, five songs I t- we love. That's right. I took something from Anthony that I really thought oh. he was just going to close his computer. I said, if you take that song, I'm closing my laptop. I didn't know what song it was, and I took it my first pick. <laughs> that's oh a little it's a little preview 
Patreon.com slash two gomers. You got yeah. it's an hour and twenty minutes of us listening to Christmas music and talking about what we love and what we don't love. Yeah, that was fun. Really fun. Um but we should talk about turkey trots. I was thinking mm. because we did our last episode was the turkey trot audio guide. Thanks everybody for the great feedback we got from that. Um lots of people used it on their turkey trots. Yep. Sent us pictures. They even uh, did, uh, did did you listen to it on wait, Okay, wait. We're going to do turkey trot and review instead of baby steps. Oh right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I so, didn't listen to it on the turkey trot though because Oh yeah. yeah. Because right. Can't say why. <laughs> you, that's what you're asking. You'll, yeah. you'll find out why. Okay, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna get to the core. This this week it's something we've been wanting to talk about for a long time. Keep pushing back because we never feel like we're ready to talk about it. We're gonna do it good enough. Yep. But we're gonna do it. Be faithful, not successful. Um, we're gonna end with what's giving us life this week. A ton of fun stuff along the way. We're gonna start a little differently this time. I'm tripping on my words again, bro. Oh man getting old 395 episodes in dude come on (laughs) get a hold of yourself we're gonna start with something different than baby steps of the week we wanted to do turkey trots in review Mm. before we get to the core and i thought it would be fun to do a runner's corner what what but that means you have to do the jingle sure i still got it okay great let's do it let's get on into the runner's corner Hey, what you doing over there running in the corner, mate? <laughs> it makes no sense. It's it was a um it was like a Ricky Gervais Yeah, it's like Carl Pilkington, I think. Carl Pilk yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean good stuff. <laughs> Pretty funny. If you're a, a really, if you've been with us for a long time, or if you've gone back and listened to season one, two, or three, yeah, that was a flashback. Yep. I mean, Anthony used to do all sorts of whistle stuff. Now we yeah. only have like the one whistle at the end, but used to do a lot of, which is you humming <laughs> and whistling at the same time. Oh. Right? <laughs> this the is hard be really part... annoying for people to sing. It's well, it, just to try to get the same note, right? Yep. We say that it's it's really hard. That's really hard. <laughs> All right. Here we are in Runner's Corner, where once in a while we talk about running. We both ran a race on Thanksgiving yep. morn, the yep. turkey trot. And I'm wondering if we could each give maybe a three to five minute update on our turkey sure. trot so people yeah. know what happened. Yeah. You want to go first? Sure, dude. So... Let's see. We're 16 years, 15 years into this podcast. Oh, yeah. We just had the 15th anniversary. That's right. So that means we've run, run, walk, run, or walked 14 turkey trots. You missed one? Missed one. Well, the first one we didn't do, remember? We had no idea what it was. We didn't know what that was. We're like, Uh -uh. let's just start with half marathon. (laughs) And I don't bother with 5Ks or 10Ks. Yeah. Go right to 13 miles. Yeah. And when yeah. two gomers run a 5K, that didn't have the same ring no. to it. It was the right decision. We just yeah. had no idea what a turkey trot even was. Right. Anna. Okay, so Marietta, the gobble mm-hmm. jog. Right. Uh, so now this is, uh, we've done this four, five, six times. Uh-huh. And so we did the untimed 5K, all four of us, me, Aaron, Lily, Isla, that's in birth order. 
yep. not in importance. That's how we <laughs> always do it. When like birth That's order, how you list the names. Yep. Interesting. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yep. When I write an email from the two of us, I put Jessica first. Ah. Uh, That's just me uh, virtue signaling. <laughs> That's really interesting that you do that. We always say Anthony and Aaron. Okay. Birth order. Hmm. I think Sorry. it's Jessica and Steven we say. Wow. I, t- I, take, a, I take a back seat. Virtue <laughs> signaling much? Uh, <laughs> we just do birth order in our family specifically sense. because... I don't know. I mean, does anybody like kids? If you said one before the other, or favored one over the other, hmm. do you know what That's I mean? That's also interesting. We say Jack and Noah. You're totally reverse right. Birth? We call Jack and Noah's favorite. Yeah, right. That's reverse birth butter. order. Yup. Huh. So you're a reverse birth birth order on both. That's right. Is it also alphabetical for you guys? Anthony, Aaron, Lily. No. H I J K L. No. No. Anyways, I thought I found another one. Anyway, the four of you ro- ro- okay. ran this race. Yep. And, well, okay, ran is in quotes because we ran sometimes, <laughs> sure. walked sometimes. Periodically but, ran. Yep. But I would say it's our best race ever so far as a family. Definitely wow. got a PR uh, as a cool. family because we all stick together. Right. Um, we ran into tons of people from church, which was super fun cool i mean it's just marietta is just a fun city there's you always see people you know Mm. it's not too big it's totally stars hollow from the gilmore girls gilmore girls yeah uh and it's just fun and actually we also ran into my chiropractor and his wife and their son great did he give you a little adjustment yeah, I was Before like, and after. dude, you already made me feel better. But I was like, but I'm triggered by seeing you because I just, I want, <laughs> I want you to crack my back. Crack that thing. I just think the turkey trot is just about one of the most fun races because, I mean, I guess there are probably people that are dragged there. Well, I would say of all races, it's the funnest. Yes. Is there any other fun? I mean, there's fun runs, but come on. But turkey trot is, there are so many people that have never run before. That's what's yep. fun about it. Totally. And this one is through, it's just through neighborhoods. Yeah. So there's tons of people that every year, you know, their front lawn is Mm. the gobble jog. Right. And so they've got, you know, some people have wild turkey, bourbon Mm -hmm. or whatever. There's beer tents. There's Mm -hmm. live music. There's a rock band. There's people passing out hot cocoa. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tons of campfires. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll, I'll just give a shout out to my girls. Yeah. They went into beast mode a couple times. Uh-huh. Really good. I mean, they're going to be really good. They're going to leave me behind. Yeah. Uh, so, like, they would go into beast mode for a while, so I would chase them. We brought Indy also. I forgot to mention. Okay. That's right. And yeah. this is a, they, they can have dogs at this race. Yep. Dogs are cool. And mm-hmm. Indy did great. Um, and But at the end... Lily was like, I want to kick it into high gear. And I'm like, let's go, you know. Mm-hmm. And then she just goes. Yeah. For the last half mile. Yeah. I was like, oh, wait, 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 wait. That's a little. <laughs> and fast. Now, now that she's 12, mm-hmm. she's she's lanky and she's. Yep. Right. Like, you know this from your boys. Yeah. She's just, she has 100% stamina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, go. long and lean and just like. Pshh. Yeah. And I was like huffing and puffing. 
And That's then I our felt role. Real bad. So I was like, dang it. Oh man, I wish I could do that. So, yeah, but it was awesome to see and really fun. And Isla and Aaron at that point, Isla and Aaron stayed together and okay. did beast mode those two, and then me and me and Lily Sweet. went off. It was fun. And it just met at the end. Met at the end, and McDonald's. Yup. Did our traditional yes. McDonald's. Yeah. Breakfast on the way and to then, dinner. Yep. One well, on the way to cooking for four right. hours, and I smoked a turkey for the first time ever. Right. You sent me a picture. I, it looked amazing quartered it myself Mm -hmm. which isn't that big of a deal but it was like surgery and i i put garbage bags like you know turkeys are disgusting when you're cutting them up yeah right especially when you're spatch cocking them yeah i spatch cocked it and then quartered it Uh uh-huh and i I mean i set it up like it was what was that dexter oh you like a serial killer That's sorry for our vegetarian friends. I'm sorry. But like they probably loved that you said that. Because what? that's what it's like. <laughs> you're you're okay. Like you're right. You're setting it up like you're a serial killer. Oh, yeah, yeah you're right. Okay. But i I, I have cross contamination fears. Mm, sure. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I did the did all that. Yeah. But it turned out great. It was really fun, and I'm gonna do that every time because it was easy. After this, if you could have a butcher do that part, mm-hmm. which you can in some places, probably. Yeah. So, I mean, Ina Garten always says, have your butcher do this and have your butcher do that. And I'm like, what are you talking about? My butcher. Right. She lives in the Hamptons. And also she's Ina Garten. So, and also if her butcher won't do it, Jeffrey will. <laughs> um, all right. Mine was, a, my race was good. There, there was a, a moment on Wednesday night where I was like, I don't think I'm going to go. Nobody else wanted to go except me and Jack. That's fine. But I was like, then why am I going? Nobody's going to know. It's real chill. I didn't have to register. You just show up to this. It's the turkey predictor in Flagstaff. Right. 20, 30 years they've been doing this, but it's so chill. And what it is is no one wins the race besides the people that guess correctly. So you guess what you're going to run. You don't look at your watch and whoever gets closest wins a turkey and so stuff funny like that. i love it super fun but jack was like we gotta go so i was like say no more yeah. 17 graduating next year don't uh, we don't know where he's gonna go to school yet he might not even be home for thanksgiving next year so of course we're doing this so he and i went and he was super nice and didn't run ahead of me oh nice but the problem with that was uh, speaking of huffing and puffing yeah on my part, I should say, he is he it was like he was standing still, his breathing was. <laughs> right. Um, but he pushed me and it was awesome. It, it's only two miles um okay. this race. And we did it so we guessed eighteen thirty as our time. Nice. Um and we finished in seventeen thirty. So Dude, shoot, that rules. Yeah. So we knew we weren't going to win, and that was great. So then we could just leave. We didn't have to wait for everybody to finish and stand around for the prizes. So there's no way if you're a minute off that you would win. And so we're like, yes. So we just went home after that. But it was really fun. He was was running way slower than he usually does. Sure. And I was running about, I would say, a minute and a half, two minutes faster than I usually run. Yeah. That's incredible. 
pushed hard, felt good, felt like, of course we say this every time, then I could eat a lot more. I know that's not true. Right. But you work your body out. That bod. Yep. And then you can eat. And we did. We didn't roast the turkey. We did the two chickens and two turkey breasts. And all the fixins made it as good as we could. Yeah. All things considered. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you didn't go to make it in all those. No, no, we didn't. Sorry. Thanks. Um, we just had to get man. home and, and we just had to get home. Everybody was home yeah. watching the parade and having fun. We didn't want to miss out. Oh, totally. No, no, no. And and yeah. it's it's different. That would be weird if you didn't do the race and you just got you just got brought home McDonald's. <laughs> right. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Well, I mean, I don't I don't think I could eat any Thanksgiving dinner if I had McDonald's. Oh. It's too close. I think we also, probably eat sooner than you guys do. Oh, okay, because we don't eat till three, four. Okay, yeah, we eat at we eat at two, I guess. Okay, but I couldn't. I don't think I could have pounded a Big Mac, which is what I want at McDonald's. Right. Well, th- uh, we do morning. breakfast though. Oh, that's right. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I could have done that. What's your breakfast order at McDonald's? I like a McGriddles. Yeah. If I'm gonna do breakfast McDonald's, I'm going McGriddles. Yeah, grossest ASMR ever. I like a sausage, egg, and cheese without cheese. Unfortunately, now, daddy's got to do no cheese. Oh, poor dude. Poor dude. I'll take double cheese. Yeah, still good. Yep. Um, Okay. Great turkey trot in reviews. Nice. We did it. Thanks, everybody, for running with us and for trying our audio guide out and listening to the little Easter egg, Thanksgiving egg I put at the end. You'll have to hear that. People liked it. Ooh. That noise when you don't know how to respond to me. Ooh. <laughs> okay, all right. Let's head into the core. <laughs> hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome to the... What? What is this? The core. The core. Sorry, dude. Uh, um, we've been recording dude, a long the, time. The runner's corner like threw me for a loop. I was like, "Is this week in review?" It. You know yeah. what I mean? Yep, definitely. What's next? Songs to run to? What? I mean, I have a Gomer's tip of the week that I was dying to do in baby steps. Oh, yeah. you want to do that now, or should we leave it for next time? Leave it for next time, but it's a game changer. Okay, for great. Your yeah. iPhone. Well, why waste content? Mm-hmm. Okay, here we are in the core. This is a topic that we... It's one of these... You call them golden geese. That's not right. It's right. It's the sacred cows. Sacred cow, yep. Golden goose. <laughs> right? So, um, and we have talked about these things on yep. Runner's Block in particular, which is... What we're calling this one is be faithful not successful mm. what are the health benefits mm-hmm. to chasing faithfulness rather than success mm. now i think this is cool because our last regular episode was start small it was about starting right this one feels a lot a, a lot more about continuing for the rest of your life yeah totally after you start something right um and yeah like i said we've wanted to do it for a long time I feel like it fits at the end of a year like we've had. Yeah. 
Um, and it feels like a big transition for me, at least midlife transition from what I care about and who I want to be from successful to faithful. Yep. And so I don't know. I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah. So is, is this a transition that, that, that happens at middle age? Is this like if you had, cause some, so something I want to, I, I, I've been thinking a lot about, cause I've been thinking mm-hmm. about this for a long, long time. And we, you and I talk about it off podcast, mm-hmm. but what set us up to be so success driven? Like where, mm-hmm. where did that start? And what if you didn't do that? Cause, cause we're kind of sitting at a place of, we've both done some really cool things. Yeah. We, have great lives you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. it's like uh but we did chase i mean i i can only speak for myself actually um Mm. because i want you to speak for yourself i chased success to the point of idolatry me too uh okay yeah i wasn't gonna we're there to get idol in in your life yeah i wasn't gonna say that for you um I think it's weirder to talk about, I think, on my end, because I'm in ministry, but it's not any less true. I don't think it's that, not at all. I mean, yeah, uh, uh, totally. I mean, yeah, it's a human I, thing. So I don't, I don't know. Maybe maybe people can write in and tell us if this is also a thing for them that there there was there's is success drivenness. Mm-hmm. And then as you approach mid middle age, that becomes either less important or like you and me, I think if people can listen to the podcast and, and hear this, not necessarily less important to us, but we know it's not as healthy for us mm. to constantly be chasing that. Sure. Your, your question about where it came from. I mean, I'm sure it's culture. Family of origin probably has something to do with it. Right. Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. Um, generation stuff i mean we Mm. were raised by boomers Mm -hmm. not just raised directly by boomers our parents but like we our generation was raised by a pretty success-driven generation i think and that's probably why gen x is like "Uh." (laughs) that's our (laughs) defining feature Uh. 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 (laughs) yeah i mean i feel like we're we're swimming in that yeah water and so it's hard to maybe define exactly what it is but yeah the cultural waters of success being the most important thing it's like you have to make your mark you have to make a name for yourself Mm -hmm. uh you you know you have to do something great it's it's tell me again how you're defining success you said make your mark make your mark make a name for yourself name right there's there's uh, finances yeah. in there somewhere for me. There's um uh na- I was gonna say notoriety, but that's the same thing as make a name for yourself. Well, like, okay, let let me let me go ahead and quote Indiana Jones. Actually, okay. Uh, the the wait, wise and eminent sage sh- Indiana hold on. Jones. Short round. Okay. All right. F- fortune and glory. Got it. Fortune and glory. So that's finance. I mean, it's, and glory it's is rich, like the rich notoriety, and, rich, rich and, and famous. famous. That's it. Yeah. Or as Pete Scazzaro, emotionally healthy discipleship mm-hmm. who rules, mm-hmm. uh, 
He calls it numbers and popularity. Okay. Yeah. Almost anything we would say, I think, when it comes to our unhealthy idolatry of success probably falls into one or both of those categories. One or the other. Hmm. Yep. Um, so, I don't know. Did I ever tell... I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast. It was uh, when I turned 40... Roger, my spiritual director, yep, started asking me to uh, do some hard work and thinking about my past, hmm. um, and my relationship with God in particular. Like, what has your relationship with God looked like over the past forty years, and what do you want it to look like moving forward? Mm-hmm. And I did a lot of work on that, and I figured out that the first twenty years of my life was about appeasing, mm-hmm. like. Uh oh, I'm sinning too much. Right. Better ask for forgiveness again, or else I'll get struck down. You know, yep. it's your, it's your. Uh, uh, maybe that's part of growing in the, growing up in the evangelical church or whatever. It's, but it's pro, it's more than that. So Cultural, sh- shame based or guilt based, a little bit. Uh, yes, and so, um, it was like better not get God or anyone else in the world mad at me. Sure, sure. So it's not so, just God. No, it's not. It's like it went others. it went far deeper than that. It's yeah, yeah, it was sure. parents, it's peers, it's all sorts of stuff. Supervisors, yep. bosses, appeasing. Yep. 20 to 40 was about impressing. Okay. So now I'm making a name for myself, this king stage, right? Like who yep. am I and who am I compared to other people? Mm-hmm. And am I doing enough to impress God with my ministry, my work, my family, stuff like that. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so Roger was just like, what do you want for the rest of your life? And I was thinking, not either of those things. Because mm-hmm. I think impressing in particular was around the success stuff that we're talking about. Yes. Um, yep. And right around then, one word stuff with the Gomers was when I decided my life word now is love. Yeah. And so I wanted to go from appeasing and impressing to loving and being loved. Um, faithfulness and all that, there's something tied in all that. Where all, when I stopped being so obsessed with success, then I was like, well, then what? Who do I want to be? Yeah. If I don't want to be successful, which I still do, of course. But of if course. that's not going to be what I chase, uh-huh. what am I going to chase? And I think so, in particular, the past five to 10 years, it's been kind of revolving around this faithfulness thing. Okay. Yeah, I think chasing is a really good verb for that. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like what, because, so I want to make sure, first of all, that we don't say that being successful is bad. Right. Uh, Totally. That having dreams, goals, all that is good. Having money. It's not bad yep. in itself, right? Right. But it's what are you, what is your ultimate and what are, yep. what are you chasing or aiming for? Mm-hmm. You know what I yep. mean? Yeah. So what, um, what is your, when you make a decision or when you, mm-hmm. you know, when, yeah, when what drives your decisions? Yeah. Yeah. Like when you're sitting around and just mm-hmm. pondering, well, we don't sit around a whole lot. But like when you're, when you have a bored moment, yeah, where does your mind go? Uh-huh. Uh huh. 
And I think those bored moments do change in the in the midlife. Sure. Um, because I I know for so I, I don't have it as specifically as you do, like zero to twenty this. Right. And that probably this. isn't completely accurate either, but oh, it right. me to think through it. You know me. No, no, that's I'm a numbers no, I, guy. No, 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 I love I love that. Uh uh-huh. This is not the same for everybody, and this is not a linear journey, right? Right. Um, I think when I think of success, mm-hmm. I think of also its antonym, which is failure. Mm-hmm. And I think fear of failing mm-hmm. is a huge driver. Fear yep. of being mediocre, fear of not making a name for yourself. Not being as good as other people. Oh man, the comparison. I know this isn't game. a comparison episode, but oh, yeah. that has to be named, right? Like, totally. The fear of not being as good as blank. Mm. Not being mentioned in the same sentence as blank, uh-huh. or or first in a sentence uh. that other person is in it. <laughs> totally. I mean, I did. There was something so poetic about when we moved here, and like. When we moved here, I, mm-hmm. I've mentioned this before, but the to Atlanta, the first sermon that I heard mm-hmm. Louis Giglio preach live, other than like at conferences and stuff, yeah, was a sermon series called "People of the Fine Print," mm-hmm. and it was an awesome sermon series. And it was uh, Barnabas, the encourager. So Wait, sorry, lesser Bar- characters in the Wait. Bible that you don't hear much about. Is that right? Yep. Yeah, Barnabas. Wait, yeah, Barnabas. Yeah, yeah. Paul's mm-hmm. encourager, right? Yep. Uh, and I've always wanted to be, this sounds so silly because I just play the bassoon. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> not trying but to it, be, b- no, but not, you have a performance based job. Uh, totally. hundred percent. I mean, I am a performer, right? Yeah. Uh, Professional and, performer. I can't, I can't imagine yep. how hard it must be. Totally, man. Uh, but I, wanted to be of the small world of this a person uh-huh. of the large print mm, sure you yep. know what i mean mm-hmm. in a small group like I, I don't need to be on on this or that like you know i just of my chosen path yeah you know i want to be successful and i want to be one of the best yep and it's like every not every but mo- like the every waking moment it's like oh, how could i make a better read uh, mm-hmm. My sound, this, my sound, that. Listening to recordings, there is. It's important to note that this is a middle age podcast because if I'm talking to a 20 year old, yeah. you do have to go through that obsession phase. Sure, you know what I mean. Be excellent, right, dude? Uh, I, I mean, mean and excellence isn't bad, and neither no. is part. It's chasing success isn't always bad. I think what we're talking about on a middle age podcast is it does get exhausting. Yeah. And at some point, I'm just going to guess that midlife crises are kind of well, revolve around this for a lot of people is like, mm. when's it going to be enough? I'm This isn't making me happy. Mm. This isn't making me healthy. What else is there? Yeah. Um, yep. So uh, can I, I'm just, when you said failure, mm. this is crazy. Uh, another thing that has kind of, that kind of knocked me out a little bit into this new journey was our sub five strive 
Mm, yep. Which we failed. Yep. Right. And I remember having a conversation about whether on podcast, yeah, whether or not we failed. And I was like, right. we did. Yeah. Like it's in the title. We didn't do what <laughs> we, we set the parameters. Like we didn't do it. Um, right. And I remember that being a turning point. I know it's going to sound exaggerated, but it was a turning point in my life where I was like, is it possible for me to fail and still be okay? Hmm. Yep. Because something I did was more important than failing or succeeding. Hmm. So that that was what? 13 years ago? Yeah. 12 years ago? Uh, and kind of since then I've been turning it around in my head and trying to figure out what this means to me. Yes. Um, the, so, so success I think is pretty clearly defined um, by those two rich and famous, even rich and famous sounds like dumb, but it's what it is. Yeah. Well, I, I that's why I like fortune and glory. Cause it's uh Indiana yep. Jones language. Um, here, dude, here's, here's the, the Oxford definition of success. Okay. Uh, so this is actually not quite what we're talking about. Actually, okay, here, here we go. One is the accomplishment of an aim or a purpose. Sure, yeah. So you were successful. That's what successful. we failed at in the sub-five sub, sub strive. We didn't yep. do so, that. So yep. go back 13 years ago. We failed. Yeah. Uh, but, well, and then, the, but like but like you're saying, we were, we, uh, so we did, so we didn't actually achieve that goal, but we learned right. a ton and actually got a lot out of it it's i mean it's like rocky right like we talked about that on rocky he actually loses he loses spoiler at the end of the movie oh whoops 1976 (laughs) uh (laughs) it's only 50 years old yeah um another definition in oxford is the attainment of fame wealth or social status there we go social status yeah that's interesting Mm, see yeah like yeah, that that doesn't fit in. Oh, no, that fits in glory, fortune and glory. Mm-hmm. I agree, it does. Yeah, yeah, fame. And you've you've said before that you you have a bone in your body that wants to be famous. Oh yeah, wanted wants. It wants notoriety. Wants not only to be known but be known of. Mm. Yep. Like, I don't care if many people know me, but I'd like a lot of people to know about me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Recognize my name. I'm an introvert. I don't want to know many people. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, I don't care you... about being known. <laughs> right. Um, right. That's a, a little bit true. Uh, I, I don't know. People must relate to this, right? It's yeah. embarrassing, I think, to to maybe confess sometimes, but like that is a driving thing, and it affects lives and, and I know it has affected my life and at some point around 35 40 it got exhausting and I started thinking is there another thing to chase yeah um and I have come back over and over again and you can listen between the lines in the podcast we both have to kind of this faithfulness um I don't know if you have an oxford definition yeah, actually, of that one but actually I do okay so Oxford, faithful, remaining loyal and steadfast mm. is like the, their most basic mm-hmm. definition. Steadfast yeah. in affection or allegiance, loyal, a faithful friend, 
firm in adherence to promises or in observance of duty, conscientious, a faithful employee is an example. Yeah. So what... Okay, so when Tim Keller talks about success, mm-hmm. he says you're loving and serving something that can't love you back. Mm, okay. Right, so success, you are giving your all mm-hmm. to something that will never be enough. Mm-hmm. And we'll never love you back. Okay. So sorry I keep talking about these like <laughs> epiphanies in my life, but <laughs> another one was okay. when I started realizing, so I work with college students and a lot of times you're making small talk or you go a little bit deeper. Usually when I ask them about their parents, mm. we're in a little bit of a deeper place. Yep. Um, and I was realizing that often, not always, but often enough for me to clock it and and notice it when people would talk about their dads Hmm. and they would say he's successful Hmm. that was presented as a negative dang and i i started noticing this is really interesting wow so speaking of giving yourself to something that can't love you back Mm -hmm. it was like yeah my dad's my dad's wealthy my dad's successful and there is a but to that or Mm. a natural conclusion to that that Mm -hmm. was that he wasn't around much Mm. and so he wasn't around much oh man or and so i was like wait a minute what the frick am i chasing then if if someday when somebody asks my kids what does your dad do what was your upbringing like what do I want them to say about me? Right? They yep. are not going to give one rip and they don't. <laughs> the 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 hashes I have, the hash marks I have. I did this, right. did that, did this. Yep. They're they're proud of me. But mostly they're proud of me for sticking to things that are hard that they've seen me stick to. Mm. Um so Hearing that over and over again, dude, I was like, this is from the mouth of babes. Yeah. I mean, they're 18-year-old babes, but super duper it, it, it really was like, wow, this is changing the way I'm thinking about the way I'm living my life right now. Hmm. Yeah, I I was making some like some lists of like things when you chase success or things mm-hmm. when you chase faithfulness. Yeah. And uh, one of them actually was, I feel like success is very much about self. Yeah. So impressing others, but still that's selfish. Mm-hmm. Approval of others, but still that's ultimately selfish. Rooted you're, in pride. You're getting something out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, you could even be helping others, but it being mm-hmm. selfish. Do you know I'm what I mean? Really like good at that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> super good at that. Or feel like needing to be needed. Uh huh. Um, yeah. But yeah. do it to fill a, an inner need of needing to be needed. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Where I feel like faithfulness is often others focused. So. Yeah. Yeah. So it's I even mean, weird for me to say, what do I want people to say about me? Right. Because there's the, a little bit of self there. 
And and um, are you being successful at being faithful? <laughs> how how good am I at being faithful? Right. It's it's a tricky conversation for that yeah, reason, yeah. but I I think it's hard to get into it without thinking that way. For me, like I I want to be a person that people can trust. Mm. So that's I that's want, on, that's on the remaining loyal and steadfast, right? Yes. Trustworthy. I want people to know when I say something and I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Hmm. And people do think that about me. Sorry, that sounds so pompous. Sorry, nation. Sometimes I feel like I'm such a jerk on this podcast. <laughs> I just want people to know if you work hard at stuff, then it pays off. Yeah. I think that most people you would ask, does Steven do what he says he's going to do? Would say, yes, I feel really dumb. Sorry. No, no, no. That, that, that's, that's one of your, one of your traits. Yeah, for but sure. now like, I just feel like I'm being a pompous, no, success no, no, driven like, jerk because <laughs> I'm so good at this. Look at me. I'm not. No, no, I fail no, no, no. all the time at it. But right. But your aim is mm-hmm. to be trustworthy. Um, yeah. And so it does mean a lot when people th- think that and consider that about you. And for me, here, here's what it is. For me, I am so much less obsessed with people knowing me for what I do. Mm. now than I am for people I get I just get so much more joy knowing that people consider me a faithful person rather than a successful Mm. one and that's a midlife thing that I want to encourage people to press into if they're so inclined that's what I meant okay there we go yep yep that's really good okay um so I think that's touching also on uh another kind of like trait that I did kind of like opposites Mm-hmm. which are success can be quick. Usually mm. like a really long-term successful thing you have to work on for a really long time. Okay. But yeah. let's just think of it uh, uh, like a internet sensation. Okay. Flash in sure. the pan, successful yep. overnight. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, success can be quick, can be showy, where yep. faithfulness is super long. Hmm. And not actually very showy at all. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? So I, I I got this picture. I don't know if this makes sense. Okay. I was thinking about success being like a building and faithfulness being like a tree. Mm. Okay. Keep going. This is good. So, so like a building is something you build up, 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 up. Uh-huh. You do it mechanically. Tim Keller mm-hmm. talks about mechanic versus organic growth. Sure. But I'm not stealing this from him. I promise. I, I just thought of a tree in a building when I was walking the other day mm-hmm. and a building you like put your name on top. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's a skyscraper. It's built to be seen. Yep. Uh, built to have a facade built to have to a impress. name on it to impress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, it's also going to have people live in it. It's also going to have people work in it. There's also buildings are great. We need buildings. We're in a house right now. Somebody right. built it. Yep. Uh, but a tree, gosh, this goes back to the seed thing from start small. Well, now I know what graphic I'm going to put on the nice. <laughs> on the Instagram post. Sure. <laughs> yeah. But a, a tree is slow and steady, deep mm-hmm. roots beneath the surface that grow at the same rate down as up. Mm-hmm. Love it. Bears fruit in and out of season, or bears fruit in season. Yep. Right? 
but it doesn't mm-hmm. always i mean our trees right now are bare yep so there's sometimes seasons. they're bare mm-hmm. um it's organic it uh I, I like it a tree grows passively right like mm. you what you do to a tree is you like water it or a plant let's just say yeah you water it you give it sun you give it food but it mm-hmm. grows you don't make you're it not grow. you're not putting it together with material yeah yeah do you know what i mean so like a building which can go quick yep. it's up <clears throat> but i think trees are slow is is you're doing the the watering mm-hmm. yeah but then I like that it grows mm-hmm. outside of you do you know mm-hmm. what i mean like so if if you my you know my word was that i got that i really felt strongly on my last like previous retreat was small simple steps Mm -hmm. and uh if you're doing those something just starts to happen Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and you're not actually doing it you're just doing these back to the atomic habits thing right but then that's doing something to you and so that's Mm -hmm. what makes me think of that tree yeah and it 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 is a lot more than you're working on who you are rather than what you've done Hmm. right that's it's the harder slower more invisible work that feels like the tree versus the building also dude i wrote that too so seen versus unseen Mm -hmm. so most of the faithful stuff that we want to do is not going to be noticed Unless Gosh, you announce it on a podcast, I know. Like I well, just did. <laughs> Sorry. No, but I know you're. It's like we're we're trying to like hash. The, like this is you and I just having a conversation, trying to hash yeah. this out, hoping right. that it could maybe help some other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've seen more joy, love, peace, shalom yeah. from being faithful than from being successful. Uh, exactly. Successfulness I agree with you more. is like literally a mirage. Mm-hmm. It is elusive, mm-hmm. and once you achieve some, yeah, like it's like oh well, shoot! Now there's another marker, right? Right. Now I want to. I now I want Johnny to call me over to the couch. Yeah, yeah. You're totally right. It's like, and now you want to be called back. Yep. Like well, that was the Paul Reiser thing, which I'm dying to listen to again, and we can't find. It's behind the paywall now. Come on, comedy bang bang. I know, but I mean, I that, mean they're smart, but <laughs> yeah, but that Paul Reiser interview mm-hmm. was like you're saying one of those moments. Yeah, where it was like, okay, this is a really famous actor comedian. He was in mm-hmm. Aliens. He had a number one sitcom, and it yep. was never enough. Mm-mm. And he didn't know that he was speaking to us right then, but he really was because it, right. it, 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 it is like that we work, we, and I'm talking about we, nation, not just me and Anthony, we work so hard at something that is fleeting. Hmm. Can't give love back, like you said, temporary. And b- because it is visible, it's easy to describe, it's easy to feel good about, Right. This kind of slow watering the tree of faithfulness is so much harder to define. That's why I can't, like when, like people, people might be wondering, what do you guys even mean? Sure, <laughs> by sure. Faithfulness. <laughs> what possible. I mean is I am, I like the word steadfast. Hmm. 
and I have values and I have big directions that are deep that I am committed to and I'm tired of it, those things being tossed about based on whether I'm getting attention for it, mm. money for it, notoriety, uh, what was it, social, social standing. I mean, dude, the, another embarrassing thing for me is just money, how connected money is this, is for this, for me. Yeah. That yeah. doesn't make no sense, but people know what I'm saying. Like, I just, I want, <laughs> I want to make more money and I just never have. Mm-hmm. Now th- this helped a, a couple, a couple months ago over the summer, Noah was talking to one of his friend's dads who's very rich. Yep. Noah told me, I'm going to talk to this guy to get some financial advice um, because Noah was getting interested in stocks and things like that. And so he went and talked to this guy. He's a dentist, sold his practice. He's so rich. And Noah's friend's dad said to him, the best thing you have going for you is you grew up poor. (laughs) And I was like, rude. That's (laughs) the first thing I thought when Noah told me he said that. (laughs) Compared to this guy, we're poor. Yep. And he said, because that has, it's crazy. He's like, that has built a foundation in you. That my son doesn't have Hmm. because you have needed things and everything has not been handed to you. Like I handed stuff to my kid. (laughs) It's like Hmm. this moment he had. Dang. And um, those kind of moments make me feel a little bit better. Hmm. But how can I live the rest of my life? Maybe knowing I'm never going to be, I'm never going to have wealth. And that is such, that's, where does that come from? I don't know because I, my parents didn't raise me to be like that. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's part of the culture the water we swim in. Like you said, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I haven't figured that out yet. It's kind of always there. Well, so let me ask this. What would having more money do? Shut up. (laughs) Sorry. It's such a good question. I don't know, dude. I, here we go. <clears throat> like sometimes I just wish we could go to the dentist, speaking of the dentist, without mm. like worrying about it. Okay. Um, so there is that. Poverty sucks. We're not we're not poor, actually, compared to no. a lot of the world. Right. But like Meg March says, I'm tired of it. Right? Like Right, right. Um lots of times Jessica are like Jessica and I are like, it would be nice to get our car fixed without yeah. worrying about what that's gonna do. Sure. It would be nice to just say, yeah, you can go to whatever college you want to our kids. Yeah. Which we weren't able to do. Right. So there's that part of it, right? There is a true part of it. Why I'm mad about you asking that question is because when would it be enough mm. that I would be happy? Mm. Yes. What number? A right. million? Uh huh. You know what's cooler than a million? A billion. A billion dollars. <laughs> I don't know. It's the it's the getting called to the couch thing, dude. And so I can't... I, I, I have to work, and it's good work, to take that piece of success out of what I have always wanted with my life and what would make me happy. Hmm. Stop chasing it. It just feels hard. Hmm. 
So you wouldn't want to be. I, I just I, I was thinking about successful as impressing others and being approved of by others. So that uh, that's so strange because I think that's yours. I don't think we've. I don't think I've ever thought about this so clearly. Uh huh. I think you and I, our success, chasing, uh huh, is different. Huh. I wow. think just just knowing you, you can correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> there is that kind of notoriety. Um. But you're in a perform like performing the best. Right. right and being yep. the best and maybe being better than some other people i don't know like right. um and for me i don't know why i just want to be comfortable it's my 7 okay that is so clear bro totally success for me equals i don't yeah. have to worry about anything anymore wow and i can just be happy and have fun and comfortable whereas like i would love to be a high high, high notoriety starving artist a hundred percent i mean i don't know if we've ever said two or things on the podcast is what we just said about ourselves people think we're the same guy and we are so different dude we, i mean if only they were here two hours ago to see how different we are bro like, trying to muster up energy to even start recording we're so different <laughs> Like, do we have to reschedule this or what? Uh, and I'm like, let's start with this one. And you're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we did it though because we had to. We had to do the Christmas songs and like somehow yeah, I know. I muster know. up some joy because, dude, I've I've been now with you for two and a half hours mm-hmm. or a little little more, whatever. And like, I feel maybe this is why people like the podcast. I don't know, but I feel like a million times better, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not like talk- we're talking about anything fun in this episode. Uh, that's I, true. I, I I just think what I want people here is how, that that's okay that me and Anthony have different ways that we measure success. I think mm. we both realize this is not good for us. Right. It's not. It doesn't make my life any better when I chase money. <laughs> what yep. does make my life better is when I say this is what I've committed my life to. And I'm going to do it no matter what. Yep. No matter how much money I make um, or don't make, yep. no matter how, the, the, you, you can always go back to the running thing, which was also a big thing for me about whether yep. I was faithful or not. Like no matter how, if it hurts, I'm going to finish this thing. It's my mantra in January, right? I'm a man of my word, and I finish yep. what I start. Those are not my mantras when I was 29, 30. And for me, uh, the the like the uh, nuclear bomb in the middle of all this for mm-hmm. for me is embracing a quiet life, mm-hmm. and embracing that fine printness. And when you say that, are you talking about like the unseen, invisible? Yep. The things okay. that have helped me fight this, mm-hmm. which was, uh, is embracing not needing to be known, mm-hmm. embracing, embracing not needing to be the best. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like I was telling you about the zero sum game idea, uh, which is in order for me to be successful, somebody else needs to, well, 
for for anybody in an audition, right? Oh yeah. One person wins. Seventy. Everyone else don't. loses. Yeah. Huh. Um, yeah. I can't and, imagine it, bro. Hard. Right, but embracing that that um, music that that's false. Music mm. is not a zero sum game. The huh. arts are not. Lots right. of people can be amazing. Yeah. And so embracing the quiet life, I don't need to be that. I don't need to be the best. Mm-hmm. Embracing the fine print, mm-hmm. name's not going to be in lights, mm. and celebrating others and being inspired by others mm. is um, it, it like it's actually it's it's um, I guess that doesn't really fall under faithfulness, but that's embracing your word of love. Yeah, uh, which is you know sometimes when you celebrate somebody else, you're not going to be celebrated. I think I think it does. I think it is faithful because okay, it's th- faithful to the music. Mm. I, I think this is incredible what you're saying. And it's so mm. ironic because music is not a zero sum game, but performance is. Sure. <laughs> right? Auditions like the, certainly are. Right. The job. Right. Um so I I love that you're I love the the alternatives that you're embracing to break out of the success cycle and uh, and, and take on a new one, the faithfulness one. I yep. think for me, it's because my my obsessions are comfort, wealth, yeah, uh, pleasure. <laughs> you know, I love pleasure in myself. That's a seven. <laughs> so then, my the Sorry. embracing I need to do are things like lack. Wow, and. there's nothing that gets me there like fasting Mm -hmm. yeah or or generosity my word for the year yep giving stuff away totally that makes me a more faithful person than successful one kind of that's baked into those things right yeah and makes me who i want to be all right we should probably close whoa okay um (laughs) one thing we didn't say is Stepping off the ladder. Uh-huh. Do that too. Yeah, I do think that, that too. Was, Why not? That was the other that was the other little like bomb mm-hmm. is like our world is ba- ba- based and built on ranks, ranking systems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so try yeah. once mm-hmm. like stepping down a rung and see what happens. The, you guys, seriously, I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm gonna quote myself a sermon I gave all time right, about this. All right. Which was that there's nowhere shakier than at the top of a ladder. Wow. That's really There's no good, dumber place to build a foundation than at the top of a ladder. Hmm. If you want to be solid, you go down. Hmm. Love it. The, 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 the further down the ladder you go, the more stable life is. Those Where the, where the roots grow deep of that tree. <laughs> Campo Hickory. Campo Hickory. <laughs> That's a camp we used to go to. Yep. Very deep inside joke we just said. Campo yep. Hickory. And on the sign it said, When our roots grow deep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. Let's head into what's giving us life this week. All right, let's do it. All right, here we are in uh, our closing section. What's giving us life this week? Anthony, is there something in particular? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. If we had done this a month ago... 
Uh-huh. It would have been savoring fall. Okay. This <laughs> <laughs> but it's not gonna be that. This mm. fall, I've never embraced the season more. Well, you texted like, it to yourself if I remember correctly. You're right. Savor <laughs> the season. Text you said oh to yourself, God. savor so fall and then canker sore. <laughs> canker sore. <laughs> we are so weird. Um Yep. So But you but, but that was a month ago. But that was a month ago, and we didn't record one of these then. And mm-hmm. also, I didn't get to say my baby step next week. Greg Gomer's tip. <laughs> um, so there is an album. It's mm. my favorite album of last, favorite discovery of last year. It's called The Glorious Sound of Christmas with the Philadelphia wow. Orchestra, Eugene mm. Ormandy, the, I uh, can't remember which You sent me a picture of this bad boy. I'm trying to find it. It's one of those where Anthony takes a picture of the album and sends it to me. Yeah, it's called The Glorious Sound of Christmas, album by the Philadelphia Orchestra, Eugene Ormandy conducting Temple University Chorus, uh, Concert Choir. It's it's definitely on Spotify. Okay. uh, And you can get the vinyl or the CD on Amazon. It's also on, um, on Apple Music. Is that it? Oh, yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's it. I mean, just this sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen to that sound. Oh, my Add gosh. to playlist. There it is. Um, I'm adding it to my 2023 playlist right now. I mean, it's... It is just... We were talking about the 1960s. Uh-huh. Listen to the bassoons here. Right here, bassoons. Ooh, yeah. So you know that guy? I, I do. Um, all right, you better stop <laughs> Man, it. That was, I a don't... Jo- that was a joke, nation. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I... he does. He does know that guy. That's Bernard. It's Bernard Garfield, dude. Oh, of course, there he is. So let me just say two quick things. Mm-hmm. One, it's th- this orchestra is so incredible, and I I don't know how I stumbled upon it last year, but it was okay. like my nonstop l- last year, other than Charlie Brown. So this is has climbed. From didn't know about it to top five. Wow. Uh, I love that. There's a bunch of great tracks. Okay. Okamo Kami Manuel is mm. a beautiful string mm. arrangement. I mean, the Philadelphia Orchestra strings are just regarded as one of the greatest string sections of any orchestra of all time. Mm. Uh, it, the, the Picardy Third at the very end, if I could listen to it again for the first time. My mind was blown. Okay. Oh my god. Listen to those strings, dude. I skipped to the end. That sounds so good. Listen to this right here. Right here. Listen to the violins. Now listen to this. Hello. <laughs> and one big chill bump. Chill bump central, dude. And then God rest ye merry gentlemen, the very next one features a lot of uh-huh. bassoon solos. Zounds. Yeah. So check that out. Glorious Sounds okay. of Christmas by the Philadelphia Orchestra. It's just Love it's it. just so great. Um lastly, mm-hmm. it's kind of a miracle that I can listen to orchestral music. Yeah. During Christmas, because there was a long time, a couple years, where I couldn't have. You told me that. So it's wonderful that I can again. 
That's awesome. So I'm just going to keep this on while I give my what's giving me life. Is that cool? Sure. This links up with the faithfulness thing and also the theme of Stephen bragging about himself <laughs> that this episode has presented for some reason. <laughs> I was walking. Uh, I'll just tell it. Um, I was walking down the street with Jessica just on a walk and yep. our neighbors were out. Uh, if people listened, if 13.1 givers listened to my spooky tour of my neighborhood in mm. October, it's the neighbors with all the tombstones with puns on it. They were taking down those tombstones. Yep. Uh, and Jessica and I walked by and one of the kids in the family said, it's the running mom and dad. Whoa. And their parents are kind of laughing, like, it's okay. Like, just real. It was, they were like five or six years old, this kid. No, no, mom, it's the running mom and dad. And so that's what they call us in their family. That is really cool, dude. That's really you know cool. How we, you know how we have Tron Guy and we mm-hmm. have all sorts of names for people that walk by our house? <laughs> yep, yep. There's, there's the, there, we have this mom that is like, so friggin' fit and we see her all the time and she's got twins and she's mm-hmm. got one of those big what were those things called the bob strollers the bob yeah yep and so she's the twins mom like you have like a lot you have names for people in the neighborhood that you don't know to hear that this family calls us mm-hmm. the running mom and dad gave me a ton of life that oh, day that, that's faithfulness yeah right yeah, I did it, everyone. Aren't I so great? No, but this is what I'm saying. Let me say this, not you say this. The okay. only way to get that nickname is to actually do it. Yep. Right? And mm-hmm. so it's like George Costanza wanted to be called T-Bone. And and <laughs> and like Jerry was like, you don't have a T in your name, right? He's like, why would we, we call you? We should call you G-Bone, you know? I thought for a while when I was a freshman that I wanted people to call me Blade oh man dude that's <laughs> blade like the edge right like bono it's a, yeah um yeah exactly that's funny couldn't be more true i was like the blade might have even been better oh yeah yeah needless to say it did not stick didn't work out <laughs> t-bone T- t-bone <laughs> right so but but like so that nickname was uh, given out of faithfulness. That rules. I love it. We want to hear, Nation, from you about what you think of all this. Did Steven brag on himself too much this episode? Tell us what you think. You can go to Instagram.com slash gomers. Go to our, um, what's it called? Bio. And you can see our link, link to our link tree there with everything gomers. You can call us on the gomer phone. That number is 608-622-7669. That's 608-NBA-PONY. Rate, review, and subscribe and follow us on whatever podcast app you're listening to right now. Thank you to Davis for our music, Jason and Eric for our graphics, Adam, our webmaster, and Annie, our social media guru. And of course, thank you to our Gomertrons. Those are our Patreon subscribers who subscribe to our second podcast, The Bonus Disc, on Patreon. It's not only the home of our monthly movie show, Perfect Movie, where we just covered Little Women 2019 and Rocky 1976, but also extra episodes like Fast Food Burger Brawl and Christmas Song Draft, which we just recorded and was so much fun, and much more, up to four episodes per month, depending on the level at which you subscribe. 
All that and more, patreon.com slash twogomers. We welcome your support and we thank you. Thanks, dude, for another Gomer therapy session. Um, next next week will be lighter. Gomer's favorite things. Oh, man. Oh, wait. I just said my favorite thing. Crud. That oh, album. Boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I'm sure you have some sort of like leaf raking thing you can put in. Yeah. Well, and I definitely instead. have something for carving pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Great app. Super fun, man. And remember, everybody, if we can dig deep and get vulnerable with a friend and uh, talk about the last decades of our lives and then the future decades of our lives, you can too. And happy running. noise when you don't know how to respond to me (laughs) (laughs) okay all right let's head into the core (laughs) okay all right let's do it okay one two three (laughs) clap (laughs) one two three clap clap What do we do here? Oh, do you have a do yep, you have a okay, great. It's like room temperature because we've been here for like two hours. All right, here we go. <laughs>